Radio Chaser is brought to you by Tourism Chernobyl. You won't know till you glow. Visit Chernobyl. 2019. You really should cut the booze, lose 50 kilos and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, indeed. Brought to you by our good friends at Tourism Chernobyl, the destination everyone's talking about. Andrew Hansen's here. Charles Furthers here. My name is Dom Knight. So much to to do today. Who drinks no alcohol beer? What is the point of that? Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss and some of the strangest superstitions from around the world. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, Dommy. Hey, Dommy. Hey, you know how... There's some good news for Australian movies, too. You know how Australian movies always suck, right? Yeah. And there's only about three good ones. Mm. Well, that's all about to change because... The, guess what the next Australian movie is going to be? What? It's going to be Star Wars. Yeah, because yeah. they've never sucked Star Wars movies. Well, yeah, come on. Maybe one or two of the prequels aren't so good, but, you know. and, no, and maybe the, the Ewok Caravan and Courage or whatever. Yeah, but, the, I, I'm willing to go on record that even the worst Star Wars movie is better than any Australian actually, movie. Yeah. That's a good point. No, that's very exciting. What's <laughs> yeah. that, are they bringing yeah. the whole yeah. Caravan of Courage down under? Yeah, well, so, sort of. They're bringing the caravan of effects down under, like, you know, L- Lucasfilm, right? They've got this famous visual effects department called Industrial Light and Magic, and they're going to open a studio in Sydney. That's really cool. Yeah. That's genuinely yeah, that's cool. That's how bad the Australian dollar is now. They're <laughs> so bad that, that they've started making movies here again, and even Star Wars movies. And, I mean, it is really, really exciting, actually. And to celebrate, Lucasfilm is actually remaking the classic cantina scene from the original Star oh, wow. Wars. Take a listen to this. Whoa, this Sydney cantina is full of weird alien characters. I can identify all the Sydney types for you, Master Luke. Those blonde ones are social influencers from Bondi. The seedy ones there are real estate agents. And that massive dickhead is Selim Mahaja. Or possibly Jar Jar Binks. I like the music. Where's it coming from? Those speakers? All Sydney's live musicians were sent to the spice mines of Kessel. Hey! They're kind of not welcome in a Sydney cantina. What? Your droids, they have to wait outside. Unless they're poker machines, in which case they're very welcome. R2, can you switch to Queen of the Nile mode? It's 10 o'clock. Everyone has to wait outside. Why? Because the lockout laws mean this cantina is now closed. I haven't felt so disappointed since the Phantom Menace. (laughs) On the upside, R2 just paid out. Radio Chaser on Triple M. Postcode penetration. We probe deep inside your postcode. And we'll start with the postcode for... Now penetrating Summersby 2250. For Summersby, do you know what Summersby is famous for, Dom? Uh, Not really being in Sydney for 2250. (laughs) (laughs) It is... It's the it's old Sydney town. That's oh, so old Sydney town on the Central oh. Coast, not in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is that's a good Summers point. Yeah. No, that oh, was one of the yeah. places we went to as kids. And, and the whipping shows, yes. and it was great. And it was most importantly home to this ad. They sailed out here in chains on ships that are hanging for steel and bread. Remember this? And the reason that we're here today is those that went to head to head. Times go back in history. I want to go back to old Sydney town to find out why I'm in. Oh my god, why I'm Is it possible 
Oh, come on. you got to go to the end. We've got to keep going. Yeah, I love this. I'm fighting the sky and the down of the light, and I want to go back to see the women and men who wave and then start up a history. How do they live? How do they die? I want to go back to see. <laughs> How long does this go? It's a 30-second ad. It's all right. Um, is, oh, it possible that, okay, is it possible that yeah, Old Sydney Town is much crapper than I remember from when I was seven? Well, oh. so so the good news is that Old Sydney Town has just received heritage listing. What? Yes. Oh, it, it doesn't so, even exist anymore. No, well, it closed in 2003, yeah. but they've said, oh, no, this is a very important thing. Everyone remembers it as a theme park. It's the ancient sites of Old Sydney Town. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what the, 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 isn't it an abandoned, dangerous place you can't even set foot inside? Well, yes, and it, it half burnt down in 2014. No, Great. but... But but it has got heritage listing. listing. No, but the bad news is that the person who owns it says that there is no way in hell... He is bringing back old Sydney Town, even though it's got heritage listing. Is that because I... he just heard one of his own ads? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's oh probably dear. good news. <laughs> no, no, but so so they did so they did these reenactments of um, they used to do reenactments of lashings. They did. And things yeah, that's like right. That. You could go and see convicts yeah. in the stocks and stuff. And, and so the operator says he's going to pay tribute to the cultural heritage value of the site to the community. So my understanding is he's going to do reenactments of the reenactments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sydney Town. Okay. Anyway, so the plan is, I think the plan is, is they're going to get in uh, the the property developers who did mascot towers and oh, open yes. towers, and they'll be able to recreate crumbling buildings. It'll I'll be go perfect. Them. Perfect. Now penetrating Canley Vale. To yes. One six. Six. This is very exciting. Uh, the look, the District Eight restaurant, uh, the uh, Fur Vietnamese Fur Rice Soup Restaurant. It's in the Cabravale Diggers. They're having their second man versus fur competition. Uh, you've got to try and what? fit and finish a two point eight kilogram bowl of fur. Uh, and if you do, you, you get three thousand dollars. You've got to finish this giant two point eight kilo fur within six minutes to get the, the money. What's it called? <laughs> man, man versus fur. man versus fur. Two point eight kilos. In six minutes? Yeah. Oh, there is no way. No, well, someone oh. last year did it. Uh, 750 grams of noodles, 600 grams of beef, a litre of first stock, <laughs> and 360 Whoa, grams of really? bean sprouts. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Talk about fur fighters. <laughs> Radio Chaser is brought to you by Tourism Chernobyl. Have a blast. We did. Visit Chernobyl. It's very poor taste, those, those sponsorships. So Sorry. Yeah. Dom wrote them. <laughs> With uh, respect. Anyway, I was over at a mate's house the other night uh, to watch the cricket, the Cricket World Cup. And so we ordered uh, some food through Uber Eats, right? And then about half an hour later, the Uber Eats app comes up and it says, your order has been delivered. And you're just mm. going, hang on, we don't have any food. We check outside. Mm. There's, no, there's no food there, right? Uh-oh. And and so, you know, you can in Uber, you can just sort of write it up and sort of go, oh, yeah, it hasn't been delivered. Anyway, and we're just sitting there going, what do we do? What do we actually do? What's What's going on here? Like, it's very odd that it would say, because it usually just, you know, usually the food is there when you... <laughs> Normally, <laughs> that's, that, that's yeah. how it works, yeah, yeah, usually. Exactly. Yes, yes. Anyway, you so eat we, the food at the end of the process. Yes. <laughs> so we call the restaurant, and while we're calling them... The restaurant, another person from the same restaurant calls us and says, oh, we've just, we've just got a phone call from somebody who's had your food delivered, right? Mm. Again, this is very odd, right? <laughs> what has gone on here? 
And so they said, oh, and they checked the address and everything like that. So our, the, we were at the, our street number was 82 that we were at. And it had been delivered to 28 of Ooh. the things. So we walked Ooh. down to 28. And, it, and on the bag, we didn't type the wrong address. On the bag, it says 82, sort of thing like that. It was so 60 off. So the driver, no, no, it's clear what's happened. The driver was dyslexic. Oh, Charles. The dry- well, of course. Because, you know, there's not many <laughs> skills you need to be an Uber Eats delivery guy, oh, right? Oh, come on. It's a hard but, job, Charles. But, but-, but reading addresses <laughs> is basically Correctly. it's basically the only skill you need. Uh, and driving, you know, and driving. You, you've got to do that too. But, yeah, okay, yeah. so we got the, 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 the number backwards. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> what did the people at number 28 think of the meal? Did they give it a <laughs> five-star well, actually, review? Or? She, was, she was very flummoxed. She was about 82 years old. And, or, t- um, or was she 28? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I should have picked her up. No, it, anyway, it got me thinking. It got me thinking, you know, what if there was a special service just mm. for dyslexics? Uh, hello, how can I help you? Oh, yeah, hello. Is this Arthur's Dyslexic Pizza Service? Sure, why not? Great, I'd like to order two meat lovers pizzas and three garlic breads, please. Oh, that's disgusting. What? Well, I'm just reading back your order and you, and you want a, a feet lovers pizza? No, I said meat lovers. And three fart dickheads? Garlic breads. God, what did I call this place? Look... Never mind. I, I'm just going to try somewhere else. Oh, right. Oh, you're, you're discriminating against me just because I'm dyspeptic, aren't you? Dyslexic. What? It's dyslexic. I'm discriminating against you because you're dyslexic. So you admit it? No, no, no. I, I was just saying... Look, I just want two meat lovers pizzas and three garlic breads. Oh, two meat lovers pizzas and three garlic breads? Yes! Thank God, yes! Well, don't sound so surprised. I'm not an idiot. I've just got this condition. It's very, very debilitating. You shouldn't make fun of me. OK, sorry. Look, I've got dyslexia too. I know it's hard. Yeah, it is. Good, good. All right, well, thank you. Yeah, OK. Your pizza will be with you in 30 minutes, sir. Bye. Who was that, darling? That's a wrong number. Bloody dyslexics can never dial straight. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Guys, I had, I had a great thing last night. I had a big day, lots of chores, lots of work. And just about 11pm, I was getting ready to go to bed. And I thought, just I wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind a beer. I wouldn't mind a beer. But I don't want to mm. get drunk. I just want to, I just want to have a, just a little beer at the end of the day. Yeah, nice. So I had a Carlton Zero. I don't know if you've tried this. It's this new black can that they have. You can even get it in like 7-Eleven and stuff. Mm. Cracked open a Carlton Zero, enjoyed it, poured it for myself. No alcohol. Really enjoyed it. It was it was a genuinely in, great experience. I hadn't tried it before. Look, it's very nice of you, Dom, to come out on the show. <laughs> I think it's a really oh, <laughs> you know, brave. yellow card. Yeah, very brave. It's a, it's a brave <laughs> yellow <laughs> rainbow card. Hey, Dom, what are you doing? Like, I mean, Coke Zero kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Because there's no yeah. sugar. And yeah. you're telling me that but Carlton Zero, you're telling me, is no alcohol in a beer. Why would you put this in your mouth? Yeah, I mean, yeah. previously, previously, I, I'd have beers to try and, and get drunk, but I can't. I've got a kid. What if I've got a, you know, mm. in the hospital the night or something? S- you want to stay well hydrated? I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> um, so that's why I was drinking. And I, I was quite surprised. <laughs> drink it at the gym. <laughs> yeah, you could. You could what a great idea! That is such a good. Idea. Next time I go to the gym, I'm going to take a Carlton Zero with me and be jogging along and just smashing down a beer. That is a great idea. Because it's the joggers' beer, the sports beer at last. Yeah. It, 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 can you just imagine the city to surf? 
yeah. people just grabbing Carlton Zero <laughs> just they go down. I'm going to do the city deserve just so that I can drink Carlton Zero the whole way. That is a great idea. I'm actually thinking, should we have a Carlton Zero pub crawl where we yes. just kind of go from 7-Eleven to 7-Eleven? <laughs> um, but I wanted to, because I was kind of thinking, okay, I've got a, you know, I've got a kid I'm exhausted. I can't really afford to drink during the week any, anymore. Who else is this beer for? Like when they planned to have a beer with no alcohol, mm. did they get Australians wrong? I would love to know. One triple three five three. Who actually drink? Have you actually tried alcohol-free beer? And do you like it? Because I, 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 I must say, I actually have. I, I mock you. You did, but I, yeah. I actually bought some Carlton Zero Question a, a few months ago, and I had half a can and threw the rest out. <laughs> oh, okay. So you've tried it. So yeah, you've tried I've, it, but I've you don't it. drink it religiously like that. No, because it's horrible. Well, Charles it's the doesn't, worst thing in the world. Charles doesn't um, put beer in his mouth for the taste. It's for, it's for the alcohol. Yeah, for the effect. I, I, I think, yeah. given what Charles said about our treasured Carlton Zero, we need to do this. Triple M Management assures you that whatever opinion you just heard about a valued sponsor is not at all that person's opinion or the opinion of anyone who works at Triple M. No, and thanks to Carlton Zero for bringing us this conversation. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, but in all honesty, I, I've, I've, I don't get free beer from anyone. I mean, I'm pretty lowly at this station, let's face it. <laughs> I was just trying it because I liked it. But I, does anyone drink this stuff? People are calling in. Yeah, oh, we, oh, we've got callers. People are actually do, or are they, they're, no, they're ringing in to, to, to make fun of me. Idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's right. I, I thought I was the only one in Sydney who actually liked this stuff. Let's go to Eddie from the Shire. Eddie, who drinks Carlton Zero? Have you found anyone? Uh, I've got a mate that um, his young bloke drinks. His young bloke's only 16, but like we have barbecues quite regularly because like we coach football and whatever. And like he's always asked, like being 16, oh, can I try a beer, dad? Can I try a beer, dad? And it's like now he's got something that he can drink and enjoy with his old man without having alcohol in it. And you know, I'm astonished. Could... There's there's one teenager in Sydney who actually drinks, uh, doesn't drink yeah. alcohol. I'm very impressed. I, I, I mean, I, I copped it pretty bad being younger. Like when I. I would have been like 16 or 15 at the time, and I happened to swipe a 4X gold out of the fridge one night. And oh. being a 4X, I didn't particularly enjoy it, and managed no. to leave the empty bottle <laughs> under my bed. And did, well, did, it, did it cure you from drinking for life? Did you, did you never drink again after that? Um. Well, it was, wasn't the fact that I'd stolen a beer. It was the fact that my mum had given me grief about the fact that I stole a light beer over everything else. So. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. There you go. That's Carlton Zero's new marketing campaign. At least it's not Forex Gold. Uh, let's go to Mal from Seven Hills. Uh, Mal, we're talking um, Carlton Zero. Who drinks it? What have you got for us? Oh, I tasted it once. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I caught it. I, I, I only got on it because... I catch a train, and I thought, oh, well, I'll have a beer on a train. That's a great reason to drink it. That's a, that is a good reason. Have you ever caught the train in Newcastle? Because I've got to tell you, a lot of people are not as restrained as you on that train. <laughs> and, I, and, and I still got fined. You still got no. fined for drinking zero still, alcohol beer? I still got fined. Oh, is that because you're just not allowed to drink full stop on a train, right? Because they don't want, you know, zero alcohol beer all over the floor. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> We're going to have to change our expectations because you get on a bus yeah. and you can see a bus driver smashing Carlton mm. Zeros and not mm. freak out. Uh, let's go to Jeremy in Rosebury. I think has some uh, expertise. Jeremy, tell us about Carlton Zero. Who's drinking it? Uh, well, I work at a Dan Murphy's and I sell two to three cases of non-alcoholic beer a week. Oh, really? That little? <laughs> is, that, is that from people who have accidentally bought it thinking it's normal beer? <laughs> One or two, oddly enough, and they come back to return it. But um, th- there are a couple of regulars who buy it, and they uh, 
Usually it's the German stuff, but we do stock the Carlton Zero. We don't sell quite as much of that. Do you sell empty real beer bottles so that I could re-bottle the Zero in like a, a proper bottle and look hard, more hardcore than I am? Probably not, but we could probably do you a favour. All right, we'll talk about it. All right, let's go to Olivia. There you go. The people are selling it, just not much. Olivia, who's drinking Carlton Zero? Um, my granddad, my 86-year-old granddad. Oh. And is is your granddad called Dom? <laughs> oh, look, John, Dom, it sounds the same. Yeah. Why does he like it? Why, yeah, does what's, he... What, why is he into it? Uh, granddad's got to do it because he likes to have a drink, but um, heart doctor told him he couldn't drink anymore, so he needed oh. an alternative. Success! But grandma, yeah. My We've grandma hit. likes it because she can drink two bottles of wine. And granddad drives. <laughs> oh, that's good. So finally we found someone who has to drink it. He's medically compelled to drink it, and that's the real reason to drink <laughs> That's great, right, Olivia. Thank you very much. Hey, I found something even softer yeah. than, uh, than Carlton Zero. We'll talk oh. about that next here on Triple M. Radio Chaser is brought to you by Tourism Chernobyl. Forget Vegas and Thailand. This is the hottest spot on the planet. Visit Chernobyl. Charles has just promised to do the city to surf. Drinking Carlton Zero, which yeah. I'm very impressed by. Mm. Uh, you'd make it. Uh, look, um, I, I think drinking the Carlton Zero would be fine. <laughs> I think running the 14 kilometres. <laughs> yeah, I'm with. Well, if there's a toilet at the end, yeah. if you'll need that. Radio, you've got to do it. That's the rule. But look, I, I said I, I quite like it. Um, I'm into it. I've been enjoying it. But the, Carlton's actually put out another uh, oh, yeah. another product that is even softer, <laughs> even softer than Carlton Zero. Have a listen. Do you love the sound of that new alcohol-free Carlton Zero but wish there was an alternative that tasted less like beer? Introducing Carlton None Whatsoever. We started with our famous Carlton Draft, took out the alcohol, then removed the grain and the hops, took out the yeast and left the water. Carlton None Whatsoever. A delicious tinny... Of water. Oh, this water's my favourite beer ever. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Radio Chaser is brought to you by Tourism Chernobyl. Beautiful one day, radioactive the next. Visit Chernobyl. Yes, uh, what a wonderful place that is to visit. It, it's been it's been huge. It's been oh, fantastic. Yeah. It, it's been the destination everyone's been talking about with that HBO series. Mm. Uh, everyone, everyone's just fascinated by what happened in whatever it was, nine eighty six. Just remember to pack your lead underwear. Mm. When you go. Well, as you do on any holiday, really. Yeah, yeah, been, that's right. yeah. yeah. But look, um, the great thing about Chernobyl, though, mm. it's not just the, the amusement park where everyone sort of died. It's not just the, the graveyard, the mass grave. They have really good radio station. You're listening to Radio Chernobyl. We didn't start the fire. And that was also the name of the last song. Radioactive. Quick update on the weather. Heavy fallout raining down around town today, so make sure you pack your lead raincoat. Radio Chernobyl. Now let's go to traffic with Boris Shevchenko in the Triple M Mission Chopper. Yeah, a lot of abandoned cars out on the highway coming into Chernobyl as usual, but if we just I'll fly over the reactor core here and, ah, oh, yes, blades of this helicopter are melting and we are about to collapse into deathly inferno. Run- Radioactive. 
Thanks, Boris. Okay, our phone topic for today is do you have any limbs left? If you do, give us a call on one triple three five three, and the best caller wins an iodine tablet. Just take one today and stave off your body's fatal radiation poisoning for just a little longer. And it's all thanks to the good people at Iodine. Iodine! And our switchboard is in meltdown, just like rest of town. Let's go to first caller. Yes, Vlad, which limb have you still got? Boys, not my own limb, but I asked my neighbor if he could lay in me a hand. So now I've got his. Oh, great story, Vlad. Keep the calls coming. Now we play song, A Hard Rain's Gonna Fall, which is also Chernobyl weather forecast. Oh, where have you been? Radio Chaser on Triple M. Cat's pajamas or cat's piss. Well, these stories I'm going to put to our panel of Dommy and Charles, and they're going to tell me whether they are good cat's pajamas or bad cat's piss. Now, it's turned out that Google has admitted that their staff listen to what people say to their Google Home. Now, I think you guys have a Google Home, don't you? Yeah, I've got one. That you you ask for things for. I mean, are you pleased, Charles, to discover that that real people are listening into your requests? My initial reaction is that's horrendous. But then you immediately start going, hang on, does this mean that the Google employees could sort of settle the long-running disputes that me and my wife have? Oh, right. What was it like? Yeah, like, you know, like who does more of the housework and you know and just and when you're having fights about things you sort of want an independent arbiter (laughs) couldn't you just go hey google can you get your employee to tell us who, who's winning this fight? <laughs> yeah, they could keep score of the yeah, points that you're exactly. scoring off each other. Good idea. Yeah. I, what about you, Dommy? You're happy yeah, about it? No, I, I, I think it's great because I've been trying to outwit it. So I just keep going, gosh, that Alexa's good, isn't it? I love Alexa. Oh, cruel. That's that's Google Home bullying, that is. That's 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 Casper. I'll tell hey, you what, though. Some... You, you, you do... oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We would lose that Google thought. Home if it's listening to us. <laughs> you decided that thought was cat's piss. <laughs> a, uh, a parking meter repairman was caught keeping all the coins for himself. He was basically just using the parking meters like, like a piggy bank. What? And just helping himself to the coins and not giving them to the council. Is, is this good? How, how, how long did this go on for? This, this can't be a Oh, look, well, until he was caught quite a while, actually. I think it was quite a while. I mean, I just can't believe anyone involved in the parking meter industry would be in some way immoral or corrupt or a bastard. It's <laughs> <laughs> news to me. Well, it's, that's the world's worst crime because there's like 20, like, like that's, Doing a crime with twenty cent pieces, like, like you know what yeah. we're going to do? We're going to go in and rob a place that trades in twenty cent pieces. <laughs> we'll we'll make three dollars eighty. You know, it's a very like, heavy it's stuff. Very heavy, be taking heavy home. crime. To... <laughs> Triple M Radio Chaser.